are now listening to the Gender Agenda podcast brought to you by the Pioneers Group, normalising female first through storytelling. My name is Faith and over the last six and a half years I have worked at various corporations in the City of London including consulting, corporate law and financial services and I have a passion for telling the stories of rising female talent in the City of London who like myself have come from unlikely backgrounds and are doing incredible things in their careers, paving the way for the next generation by being role models in their various endeavours, whether that's their careers or their independent businesses and projects. And this platform is to highlight a bit more about their stories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gender Agenda podcast brought to you by the Pioneers Group, normalising female first through storytelling. On today's episode, we're going to be hearing from two very talented young ladies who are doing exceptional things in the field of engineering. I'm joined by Evelyn and Grace, who will be sharing a bit more about their story, how they started in engineering at uh, very young age, uh, and how they are doing exceptional things in their careers already in their early 20s. But before we get there, I am keen to share a bit more about this platform, what we do and what we represent. So the Pioneers Group is a collection of trailblazing women from all walks of life with one thing in common, they are the first achievers from their communities. And I think it's important to showcase these stories and establish some of the role models that are coming up from local communities in inner city London that are joining various large organisations and groups across the globe and the impact that they're beginning to make even in the early careers at the stages that they're in at the moment. Now, we will hear shortly more about some of the challenges and obstacles that Grace and Evelyn have overcome in their careers, some of their motivations and some of the things that make them tick. And most importantly for me, I'm keen to establish what they see as the vision and the future for their industries, the things that they would like to bring change um, and make an impact there as well. Uh, And some of the really cool things that they do in their day-to-day jobs and careers. And before we get there, I would like to open the floor and ask both Evelyn and Grace just to introduce themselves briefly. Um, Hi everyone, so my name is Grace and um, I'm currently a graduate graduated about two months ago from Brunel University studying civil engineering. Okay. I'm now working um, at a data centre company. So what they do is they design and operate um, data centres. Um, so it's been one month I've been working there for, um, which is um, really interesting. And um, yeah, just want to get more into my field and just explore more. So yeah. Fantastic. Um, hi everybody, my name is Evelyn and I'm a final year student studying aerospace engineering and I recently finished my placement at Formula One Alpine team and I'm basically just back to uni to graduate. Fantastic. So I suppose my first question is just to understand a bit more about your academic backgrounds the both of you um what you studied or are studying uh, and what led you to make those choices in your degrees i'll start with you evelyn um it, so i did my gcses i loved all the sciences physics and chemistries physics was always my favorite one and then so i went on to college so basically 
everything that I've done has had something to do with engineering. Every single decision has been to take me a step closer to doing engineering. So when I went on to college, I did aeronautical engineering as well. So everything that I did will have something to do with engineering in it. And when I went on to university, I still did aerospace engineering because that was where my passion lies. And what motivated you from such a, you know, early age as a woman, as a female to think, okay, I want to get into aerospace engineering. Like it's a bit out there as well. It is. (laughs) Um, When I was younger, to be honest, I literally saw an aircraft and I, well, when you're young, you don't necessarily know what it is or how you get it or how everything works. But when I saw it, I was very like, interested to see how it works the operations of it and and the more i grew up i was speaking to my uncles my uncles is what they do a little bit of engineering but they're more Mm -hmm. mechanical and automotive that sort of but i was the only one that wanted to be an aerospace engineer well at least that's when i found out that it's aerospace Uh and basically my specific interest was um with engines okay so yeah so basically that's literally I just saw the aircraft. I wanted to see how it worked and I was going to achieve that. I was going to get to learn that. And growing up, I wasn't like, in my mind, I wasn't told that I couldn't do it. Right. So I never knew that I couldn't become an engineer. Like it was just, it wasn't something that was in my mind. It wasn't something that my family told me other than my mom. But that's a different story. (laughs) That's interesting. Hopefully we can come back onto that. A bit later. <laughs> and Grace, you are a civil engineering student, is that right? If you unmute yourself. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, I am. Okay. And what were your motivations for civil engineering? How did you get into that and how was it studying that degree? Um, I'll say for me, I actually started when I was in year 10. So um from there, um I was a bit confused as to what I wanted to do. But I knew, um, just like Evelyn said, um, I was interested in physics and in maths. Um, the first thought was to become an accountant. And then I was just like, okay, no, I don't think that's actually for me. And then I was speaking to one of my uncles who was actually an electrical engineer. So he first um, came up with the idea of why don't you go into engineering? So um, at that time, there wasn't anything specific whether I wanted to do aerospace, mechanical, or aerospace, I mean, or civil. Um, it was literally, okay, I'm going to go into engineering because it's more physical, more practical, and that's what I enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so when I first started, I actually wanted to do aerospace engineering. And um, the reason why I went into engineering is because I've always been interested in how things are made um, in general. So understanding the idea of um, the science behind why is this structure up, why is a plane flying, and things like that. So that's how um, I actually started my journey. And I went into college, done... Um, engineering um and then went to uni and done civil engineering so that's how my journey started fantastic so Evelyn you mentioned earlier regards to your mum perhaps being resistant um to your study your pursuits can you share Mm -hmm. a bit more about that please um she wanted me to go in a different direction so she wanted me to go into medicine and funny enough now she's in uni and she's doing medicine herself so i think that it was a little bit of a war me trying to prove that this is what i want to do i don't have a passion for medicine 
I have a passion for engineering, but I just mm-hmm. kept Ali, even though we were going back and forth, Ali, she just kept Ali. And then she, so now she has accepted that I'm doing engineering. And, and what were her reservations with I don't even, engineering? I don't even know. I think it's just like the typical mindset, like the girl has to go like into nursing because a lot of girls mm. actually do go into nursing. So I think that that's where her mind was at, that that's where I'm going to go as well. But I had mm. different plans. Absolutely. And it's interesting <laughs> yeah. because like you're saying, the engineering industry um, is typically quite male dominated, yeah. um, which we'll discuss on in the next segment. Um but you're absolutely right. I think even for myself growing up, my mum's a nurse and I come from a family of nurses. And I even thought I'm going to go into medicine as the next level up. But actually, I changed my mind when it came to college um, and Mm -hmm. decided I wanted to do something quite different. Um, A decision Mm -hmm. that I'm really happy that I stuck with, actually. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Did you have anyone in engineering in your family growing up or any role models? Um, For me, I actually didn't. I think the first advice of going um, into engineering was the only one I got. And then um, from there, I just had to go um, by myself and just try and find opportunities. So even going to um, college, um, because I've already, I already studied um, maths and science, I wanted to get into engineering. And um, so at the time, I was looking for a college that could provide that um, course for me. And I think it was one of my cousin's friends that was doing um, electrical as well. So he suggested that this is the um, college that he goes to and they do um, general engineering. So that's how I got into um, the college that I went to. But in terms of um, family, there wasn't really anyone, I would say. I think it was um, something different for um, my family, especially because it's a male-dominated um, industry and me being a female and trying to pursue into that career, um, a lot of them didn't have the um, how I put it, the mindset of how um, to help me to get into that field. So, um, yeah, so I think along the way is when I had to meet and role models or um, mental mentorship, so, yeah. And what advice would you both give to someone who maybe is listening today and is interested in pursuing something different? It might not specifically be engineering, but maybe they don't have anyone close to them who can support and assist them. How would you kind of advise someone who's in that position and wants to pursue a goal? I I would say be obsessed your obsession will convince whoever is doubting you or whoever is telling you that you can't do it. As long as you're obsessed with it, you will know this. You can research the steps to take and your obsession mm. will convince them. So literally, that's, that's all that I did. I was just obsessed with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, for me, I would say um, definitely find um, mentorship, some of that is um, that could actually guide you in that. When I first um, started, I always thought a mentor would be someone that's like 60 years old or um, very deep in their, um, in their field. <laughs> and then the more I'm, I'm progressing more is I'm realizing it doesn't actually have to be. It can literally be, let's say, for example, when I was in college, I can be mentored by someone that's um, just starting their graduated um, job. 
Um, so it's, I think it's more of um, whoever you're comfortable with, but you're also seeing doing very well in their field. Um, the more you're exposing yourself um, out there, the more you're likely to find mentorship, if that makes sense. And there's people out there that are actually willing to actually help you, um, especially entering into a male-dominated industry. And don't be focused on having a female as a mentor as well, because okay. there's also men that are actually out there that will um, take you on and actually guide you. So yeah. um, that's literally what I would say, yeah. And that's a really important point, um, because we believe as part of Pioneers Group that male allyship is equally as important as role models. You yeah. know, it's not just for us, just having a, you know, female-only front is yeah. important and it's different, but actually we can't do everything ourselves. Yeah, the definitely. Point yeah. is it to prove that, you know, we're trying to do everything and actually mm. some of the values that modern-day feminism stands for. Join us again next week when we continue the conversation about how to make it in a male-dominated industry such as engineering and some of the things that Evelyn and Grace have had to overcome, challenges they faced and why they still continue to see a future, a bright future for the industry.